0: Welcome back everyone to Talking T-Dubs, I'm your host Thomas Erie. This week on the show we've got James Mokeagon, it's a good name. So he's uh, Team Wellington's sports scientist, part of their coaching setup down there at the club. Uh, we caught up last week to talk about his role with the club and the remainder of the Team Wellington season.
1: We, we have different demands to professional teams. We have some guys who will sit uh, down and sit at a computer in, in, in emotionally stressful jobs for 40 to 60 hours a week. Uh, some people run their own businesses. Some people are on the tools 40, 50 hours a week. Uh, some people have to travel long distances to get to training. Um, it's not like when I was at Phoenix and you could safely assume that everything that you did with them was their total working load for the week. So our starting point is, is balance. Um, to balance uh, the, the physical and mental demands of our sport. What we need to make sure is that the players are doing, not doing too much and not doing too little and managing that uh, effectively uh, is, is a real challenge. And uh, Having been in a professional environment uh, in the past, uh, it's a lot more rewarding seeing your team come away injury free, game after game after game. So the main thing that I would say my role at the club is, is to, uh, every week the game kicks off, is to be able to satisfy satisfied in myself that I've done everything to keep those boys injury-free in the lead-up to that game. We have a three-scale tier in terms of how we manage injuries, Uh, uh, red, orange and green. And there's a lot of people who are in that green phase, a lot of people who are on the precipice of, 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 of potentially being a high risk of injury and of non-participation. But uh, through careful management uh, and contact time with myself and Sarah and our clear communication with Jose and Scotty of what we expect from these guys, uh, we, we managed to get everybody on the pitch. We've only had, to my knowledge, um, two non contact injuries that didn't relate to pre existing conditions this season.
2: And in terms of the the off season, I suppose it's not much of an off season considering most of the guys we're really playing winter football I guess when whenever the end of the season comes, like what's
1: it is a massive reduction in, in training load though because mm. the standard uh, the, the standard drops significantly and that sure. for us uh, uh, is a challenge because uh, the Central League is an 18-week competition with potential Chatham Cup on top of that. Uh, So it could be 22 weeks um, and that's a long period of time for us not to have contact with them. Mm. Giving the boys the information and having them uh, actually do it, uh, you know, you remind them, you coerce them, you talk to them and you keep in touch with them, but really it comes down to their ability to, to be professional. And with the guys that we have in the squad, I would say that most of the boys would, would, would consider themselves the, the part-time professional. You know, they've got full-time responsibilities, they've got families, but they would be professional in attitude, to say the least. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's down to the culture of the club, uh, and it's down to uh, the, the actions of the coaches ahead of them, uh, and the leadership group that we have boys are very very positive with their approach. Yeah. So off season is uh I suppose it's been like a parent seeing your kids go off to school. Yeah, yeah. anything could happen. Uh, but uh, you have to trust that they make the best decisions, they're all little boys. Yeah. Uh, and, and again it just comes down to to their application. You know? We can provide them with the tools to be successful but ultimately they have to do it. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. can't yeah. kick balls for them.
2: Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> and and they've they've like a man probably got their personal drive anyway like they they just want to be the best they can and they'll yeah. recognize that that's um, the way to do it i suppose
1: you don't get the, the record that we have as a club uh, particularly the recent record over the last three seasons without mm. having uh, an internal drive mm. to, to be if not the best better than they were yeah. you know yeah and, yeah, yeah. Um, and i think that's the that's the main thing i think it's for them to for them to want to be better all the time uh, is is a really really important driver for us as a club. Yeah, yeah. it's not just about doing it for your mates. That's, that's 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 always something that you do in team sport. You wouldn't play you wouldn't play team sports if you couldn't do that. It's about being better for yourself, and that's the hardest thing to master. Yeah. yeah, We're part of a really really, really exceptionally good team of people, uh, like minded individuals who uh, uh, all make sacrifices to be where we are, and I think. Um, Without, without, belittling some of the efforts of other teams, I think that's 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 where it really really comes down to is everybody who's uh, everybody who's with us is making a regular sacrifice to, to be part of an of exceptional group of, of, of people uh, and when you're in an environment of people who, who do that it makes it easier to sacrifice your time and effort if we were banging our heads against a brick wall every week uh, it would be harder sure. but I still think uh, I, I still think if we didn't have results going our way that we would be striving with the, with, with the people that we have on board We've had weeks where we haven't necessarily had the results go the way they should have, but, you know, uh, we still give the same time, we still make the same sacrifices, and we bounce back stronger and stronger. Mm. Uh, you know, one week we lose a grand final, the next week we score a record win in the knockout stage in the UFC competition.
0: It was a record win, so I'd be to uh, touch on it quickly. Uh, just a reminder, you're listening to Talking T-Dubs, the Team Wellington podcast. So yes, uh, 11-0. 11-0 over the football club formerly known as Lay City Dwellers. Uh, they recently changed their name to Toddy City, but that didn't apply during the Champions League, I guess because they had already been entered last year or something. Anyway, uh, it was Ley on this day who were absolutely smashed by a ruthless Team Wellington side. Goals to Nadi Hailemerim. Uh, he got a hat-trick, Scott Hillier got one, Angus Kilcolly got four, Andrew Bevan, Captain Justin Gully, and Mario Barcia all got on the score sheet as well. Uh, so T-Dubs now have a semi-final to look forward to which James and, and the rest of the boys at the club are absolutely fizzing for.
2: I, I talked to Andy Devon last week about um, like all that is in service of goals and that, and the Club World Cup is obviously as big a goal as you can have I guess and yeah. that, that must be massive motivation for, for you guys, the coaching staff too, as well as the players. Yeah,
1: OFC and the Club World Cup are the one thing I don't have with the team yet. To be, to be fair... The Club World Cup is a a major carrot. Uh, I think for the club, the reason why we would want to go to the Club World Cup uh, more than anything is the financial security that goes with it and it gives us the opportunity to be more professional in our day-to-day. It is a significant competition and it is an opportunity for us to flex our uh, ability and stress our ability to perform under intense pressure against the best opposition in the world. And I think it's not necessarily just being there as tourists, it's uh, an opportunity for us to go and play against the best teams in the world and, and, and be the underdog and, and, and really, really push ourselves beyond any point where we previously believed conceivably possible. Yeah. But if you're just going for the financial security, you're going for the wrong reasons. For us, we're going for the spirit of competition and we're out there to prove ourselves as a team. Um, which is why we are trying immensely hard at making such big sacrifices from our own personal and professional lives in order to achieve that goal. I don't believe there's anybody in our team who doesn't want to achieve that. It's it's an incredible opportunity and we are truly, truly uh, blessed to be in uh, the position that we are where we could possibly go. We've got two incredibly tough games coming up against um, uh, our, our best of rivals, uh, but uh, I, I really think that uh, of any campaign that we've had so far, this is the one where I feel we could go the furthest.
2: Yeah, we're just watching the final a couple of weeks ago. That it just came down to one moment, and I thought it was so yeah. close. And like yeah. the different, there's no difference between yeah. the teams
1: really. So, yeah. like you say, it's a moment in a game where one mistake was capitalized on by a very, very classy side, so uh, I don't think any of us felt particularly bad about losing that game, particularly because our main focus this season is on uh, OFC, Um, but you need those games to challenge you, to balance uh, what you have to drive you, to see what you've got inside to test you, Um, and uh, yeah, Uh, it was an incredible opportunity to play against an incredible uh, opposition. The boys are playing football. That's their competition. Keeping the boys in the best nick and the best physical and best tactical framework, a frame of mind. um, That's our competition. That's where that's where we go. So I think you'll you'll always see, you'll always see the coaching staff quite relaxed on the sidelines, even laughing and joking. And that's because uh, at the end of the week, if you're nervous about any element of anything in the lead up to the game. Uh, it screams to to me anyway that there's something that you haven't done to have everybody prepared for the game ahead. Yeah, end.
2: so it's like and a what have what have I forgotten thing? Yeah, what, yeah, I what forgotten? am did I li- missing?
1: Did I leave the oven on? <laughs> yeah, um, and and you just can't live like that. Mm. So you have to do what you can proactively in the lead up to. Uh, all jobs are small jobs if you get them at the right time. Uh, and if there there will always be road bumps and you always have to be flexible you always have to find You have to be like water you've got to find the the simplest and most effective route and you've got to wear away at it Uh, and you've got to be persistent and consistent uh, in how you apply it you have to be capable of approaching the game at the end of the week and say i'm ready we're ready
0: Well, they sure had better be ready on Sunday. T-Dubs host Auckland City at DVF at 1pm on Sunday afternoon. I'll be there. Um, why not come along too? It should be a cracking game. Two uh, great sides. I saw the final a couple of weeks ago and just the quality on football. It was technical and, tense and and great stuff. Finals footy. You can't beat it. Uh, yeah, so come along too. Tell them I sent you. Alrighty, that's enough of me. Thanks everyone for listening. Up the Dubs.